Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising, episode 11 already, and we're going to go over a very controversial topic called spot reduction. We're going to talk about is it a myth, is there any truth around it, and give you some actionable steps that you can do to help. Right on. Yep. I'll be joined, of course, like always, by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston, and we're just going to give you some information. Uh, right off the bat, first of all, some of you may not know what spot reduction is, but I, I know I hear it a lot in my coaching. I have a lot of people reach out asking how to spot reduce certain areas. So most commonly when I hear of spot reduction, people are referring to their trouble areas that tend to hold on to fat the longest. So think um, lower belly, um, underneath your arms, inside of your thighs, and usually around those love handles, especially for women. And we always want to know can I do a certain exercise that will burn the body fat from that area? So that is what spot reduction is. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No, I don't think so. I think, I think when you're talking spot reduction, it's, it's going to be the question usually pops up. I mean, to paint the picture pretty clear, it's usually how do I get rid of my body fat or I'm sorry, how do I get rid of my, how do I get rid of this belly fat? So it's a a specific area. Um, I mean, without giving away the rest of the podcast, I think that's about all I can say. (laughs) All right. Well, very first thing we're going to make clear, this is a 100% a myth. And it's a terrible myth that social media has helped made worse over the years. Because I don't know how many times that when I jump onto my social media to make a post, just to check on friends and family, there are so many posts out there that are saying, do this exercise to burn fat around your midsection. And unfortunately, I wish it worked like that because it would be much easier, but that is not going to work. It's not going to help burn fat in that certain area. It's just because mechanically, that is not how we burn fat. We actually believe it or not, when you burn fat, you burn it out through your breath, when you're breathing, when you're moving and exercising, and that's, that's how it happens. And unfortunately, based off genetics and your sex, it'll determine where the body fat is burned first. So women tend to hold on to more body fat around their lower body and do just to our hormones. And men tend to develop more of a gut and their limbs stay very lean. And we don't really get a choice when that matter comes. So a lot of times you say you've been in a deficit for a while and you're losing fat around your face, you're losing fat around your arms and or your boobs, unfortunately, usually your face and your boobs are the first place your body wants to burn that fat away. And you're like, grab your belly and you're like, I want it to burn from here. And unfortunately, that is probably going to be the last place that that body fat is going to burn from. So you have to take yourself further into a deficit or that deficit longer in order to see that body fat burn from that area 
And that's why people, they get frustrated because it takes consistency. It takes time in order to hit those troubled areas. Anything? No, I do think there's something to, I think it's an important point to notice that women and men are exactly opposite in the fact of usually women want their want to build the butt they want to have that nice peach butt and usually that's where we hold our fat and that's where we lose it last and men are just the opposite they want the barrel chest and usually they develop lower body before they develop their upper body and women just the opposite they develop upper body quicker and usually before their lower body you see that definition a little bit easier yeah upper body yeah so i mean just because we tend to not hold on to body fat in the upper body as much so you're going to notice that muscle definition easier. Right. Um, yeah, that's it. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, but it's, it's we're exactly the opposite, the genders, yep. or sexes. Yep. So that is so true. So, of course, I know I'm talking and saying all this is 100% myth and there's no way you can spot reduce. So I don't want you now listening to this and thinking, well, hell, what am I going to do now? I'm just going to give up. I don't want you to give up because with consistency, with some hard work, with some good knowledge around nutrition and training, you can see that body fat that you're you're after melt away. You just need to take some of these actionable steps in order to get there. So that's what we're going to give you guys now. We're not going to leave you hanging with any just on that because, I mean, that's not very cool. So we can talk all about how many myths this is, but now we want to talk about what you can actually do to to see that body fat reduce from those areas. And the very first one that we always talk about is you have to take your body into a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit meaning you just have to burn more than you're intaking. So you're going to have to burn more calories than the calories you're consuming. And I we've gone over this many times now, especially you can check back in episodes 1 and 7 and we talk all about Um, calorie deficit so this will make this podcast a lot longer if I go into more details about that but just know and if you need help figuring out what your calorie deficit that's why we're here reach out as always I'll have my website linked to this and you can click and apply for coaching and we can talk all about what your calorie deficit may be to help you get there so very simple that calorie deficit now um, the very next thing that I always suggest is introducing resistance training at least two or three times a week. Now, as we've gone over many times now, you can't spot reduce body fat, but you can target building muscles up in those areas to help give you that illusion that you're losing body fat. So the more muscle you have on your body, the more defined you're going to look. So think toned, think athletic the skin won't be quite as saggy because you're actually building muscle there. So a lot of times, like Julie said, women are more concerned about building building up their booty. So it, you would want to train your, your lower body more often than your upper body. So you're targeting that lower body muscle. So when you're building, that's where it's going to build to give you that illusion and that shape and the lift in the butt like to add anything else no i was just kind of putting together in my own brain here that it is possible to target muscles and muscle groups so you can build shape in certain body parts by building the muscle but the muscle works like that because 
it, it it's active it moves it flexes it constricts right whereas fat is it just sits there yeah right you're when you're yeah exactly that's why you can't target it well i just, mean i'm just trying to put this together to where people understand yeah you know and this is what is different between body fat and muscle and, and so that's why you can i mean you can use muscle to help you build shape once you get rid of fat right but you're gonna have to you're gonna have to build the shape to get the quote-unquote toned look and you're gonna have to drop some calories to get rid of the body fat to reveal it so it's not a spot reduction while you may think that way and you said you know you build muscle and you can get you can build more muscle in that area which is going to give it the more shape make it look maybe a little bigger but the big is going to look different than body fat agreed so you're not reducing anything if your fat seems to be diminishing in one particular area but it seems to have more shape you're probably building muscle yep yep that's very true hey guys i just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening and if you're enjoying the show please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on ig or facebook and tag me on ig at kaylee montoya fitness or on facebook at kaylee montoya houston so i can reach out and thank you personally Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. And I always like to remind people that, especially women who are trying to uh, see abs and even men who are trying to see abs, you'll notice that if you haven't taken the time and dedication to build up those ab muscles, just like you would any other muscle of your body, that you can see them through a higher body fat percentage and you don't have to get super lean that unhealthy lean to actually see those abs and when it comes down to having abs because I I always like to talk about this because this is one of the things that I get asked all the time that I want to see abs and a lot of us do want to see abs but this is something that's going to take a lot of dedication a lot of work and a lot of consistency to see abs. I'm going to completely admit to you guys right now, I have never in my life had a six pack. I'm a personal trainer. Fitness is my life. Nutrition, everything. I've had a four pack before, but it's something, even if I want to keep that four pack, I have to really focus on it. And I tell people there is this um, statistic out there that I've heard mentioned multiple times that there are more millionaires out there than there are people who have six packs. And that's extremely, you wouldn't think that with the way social media does. Because if you go and scroll your social media right now, probably you scroll down, um, especially on Instagram, every fifth post you scroll down is probably somebody shirtless with a six pack. And that is not very common. I mean, go to your local gym and look around. How many do you think have a six pack? So it is an awesome goal to have. I just want you to understand how intensive of a goal that is and how much work it's going to take to get there. It's possible, but you really have to put in the time and the effort to get there. Yeah, it's not, you know, the old saying is abs are made in the kitchen. They're really not. You know, you have to do the work in the gym to build up the ab muscles, just like any other muscle. And then you have to eat accordingly to show the abs, like we just talked about. Build the muscle, lose the body fat. It's the same premise for your abs as it is your legs, your butt, your chest, whatever. So that that saying is actually false. It's probably more accurate to say abs are revealed in the kitchen. Yes. Um, but 
realistically, anybody who has a six-pack usually does not stay there long-term. And if they do, they shouldn't because it's not good for them. It's not good for their hormones. And anybody, any soccer mom out there that's rocking the six-pack abs for months at a time, while she may want you to think that that's the picture of health, that is not healthy. And I don't care what she tells you. Her hormones are probably screwed up. And if they're not, they will be. Right, or sleep, stress, everything. You're right. not sleeping. You're not stressing. You're probably not... 100% there for your kids because you're just cranky. You cannot be in a calorie deficit long term long enough to hold those abs and not get irritable and cranky. Right because before long that calorie deficit will no longer be a calorie deficit. That will be your new maintenance. So. Yeah your body adapts. I mean yeah. that's um, what it's meant to do. It's very smart. Right. So I mean it, it, those people that are actually idolizing these people on Instagram with these six-pack abs you are not looking behind the curtain to see the full story. You're not seeing the women that don't have their periods for months at a time. The women that have their no sex drive in their 20s and 30s when they should have a, a strong sex drive. You're not seeing how moody they are with their partner. You're not seeing the status of their relationships and their friendships. And because of the moodiness and the inflexibility, these are all things that play into this. They don't sleep, they're stressed. These are all the negative side of abs. I mean, is, you got to ask yourself, is it really worth it? I mean, right. I guess if it is to you, then by all means, but we can't tell you otherwise. Right. To 95, at least 95% of the population, that makes it not worth it. So. Sorry, we went off on that little tangent. I just want you guys to understand how hard it is and that more than likely, if you're listening to this podcast right now and you're searching first and you this title caught you and you're listening to it and you're searching to reduce fat in certain areas and especially if you're a woman if you are struggling to reduce body fat if you're struggling to lose weight more than likely what you need is a reverse diet to bring your metabolism to a healthier place and that's something that can be scary for a lot of women because it's something you have to increase calories and sometimes you have to reduce your activity level, get your stress back under control, get your hormones in a better place. And this more so, I think, than going into a calorie deficit and losing weight, this is something where you need a coach and somebody to hold you accountable, somebody to bounce ideas off of, somebody to help keep you calm when you're increasing calories. But if you were to take your body through a reverse diet to get your metabolism back in a healthier spot, the next time you go to diet again, it is gonna be so easy and you're gonna just watch that body fat just melt off your body. So again, if this is you, feel free, reach out, sign up for a free coaching call, and I can talk to you all about it one-on-one, -on -one, and you can figure out if coaching is for you or not. Yeah, I mean, all those people out there that are looking for a quote-unquote quick hack or a body hack, the really, the only hack there is is to use metabolic, metabolic adaptation to your advantage right. and to boost, you know, to when you've stalled out and you're eating 1,200 calories and aren't losing weight anymore, you got to start eating more and then eventually once you start eating more chances are you're going to start losing weight as you increase your calories and then when that scale drops off knock it back down a little bit and you'll lose weight again and then you can lose weight by eating more food and who doesn't want to do that All right exactly but this process can take a while depending on the individual so we're not saying that 
do this for a month and then cut your calories right. again. This is something no. that if you've been in a consistent diet or calorie deficit, eating 1,200 calories or less for longer than six months, it's going to take you at least another six months to bring that metabolism back up to where it needs to be. If not, double that. I know that's scary, but that is the 100% truth. A lot of times you should be back at maintenance two times the amount of what you are in that calorie deficit to keep that metabolism healthy. That's why I hear all the time, man, I used to eat 1200 calories all the time and just the fat would just drop right off and I'd be good to go. And they've done that so many times that now it just does not work anymore. And that's that's the coaching that I, I deal with the most. That's what the clients reach out to me. This is what I hear over and over again. And we just really have to get the metabolism back in a healthy place. Yeah, I feel like that is a very common situation that you you come into to contact with or you get the, the client that just wants the quick fix. Right. What, what can I take to get this belly fat off? Yeah. Can I take a pill? Is, can I drink a tea? Can I drink, you know, whatever to get this body fat off? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, I'm already eating 1,200 calories. Right. And I'll you can't just, go anywhere from 1,200 calories. Well, I mean, you can, but you, you can't do it healthily. No, you would be miserable. Just think trying to eat 900 calories a day. Yeah. You, I mean, you just can't do it. No, you can't. All right, guys. Well, I think that's enough of our rant there to end that off. But like I said, if you still have any questions about spot reduction, just know it's 100% myth and what you need is a calorie deficit and resistance training to truly see those results you're seeking. And if any of that is confusing for you, as always, reach out to us, social media, you can DM me, you can reach out to my website, email me, all kinds of ways, and I'll be happy to help you along in your journey. Yep, and I will try to remember to link episodes 1 and 7 or at least note them in the show notes of this episode so that you have access to those. All right, go back and actually see how to get yourself into that calorie deficit. Yep. All right, guys, you guys have a great evening, and we'll see you next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.